Wake up, Wolverine Nation. It's game day. Uh, college football playoff finally here. Michigan, TCU. Um, that's a game that majority of us all care about the most. Um, another good game, Georgia and Ohio State. Uh, before we get too far into that, though, the playoffs, um, we're going to focus on some other news. Um, but I got a question. Is Jim Harbaugh the transfer portal king at this point? Yeah. I mean – he is this year, no question about it. Um, and you know, this this is another way that he's reinvented himself, right? And appears his strategy is is we're gonna we're gonna recruit guys the traditional way that we can develop, and then we're gonna plug holes out of the transfer portal with guys that are that have proven themselves for you know for the most part, mm-hmm. um, you know. They're not all going to be uh, Tommy or anything, but guys that are solid and, and can come in and, and and even if they're not starters, make an, in, uh, uh, you know, an immediate impact on the on the depth chart. And I would I'd be willing to bet that next year we see a lot of people follow his lead. Yeah, I, I remember when we when he started kind of getting the recruits when he got um that edge the edge player from coastal carolina uh josiah stewart and ernest houseman from nebraska which was the what the number till travis hunter decided he was transferring was the number one transfer recruit um so that's what you'll call him uh and then he got miles hinton drake nugent i mean pretty much got half the stanford offensive line to come to michigan i mean but that's got to do with his ties out there um, got the quarterback Jack uh, Jack Tuttle from Indiana, um, which I think will be a good fill-in spot as like a backup quarterback. Um, someone who's obviously you make I think he's what a junior. I think that's uh, right. Jack Tuttle was junior senior, so kind of someone been played in the Big Ten. I mean, obviously at Indiana, um, something somebody that could be like a mentor type player for JJ. I mean, JJ's JJ but someone older who's actually seen more than what J.J. has. Um, and we got that tight end. I mean, the A.J. Burner from Indiana, the dude's going to come into a f- pretty full tight end room. It's going to – the fact that he came here, in my opinion, shows that at least he has a dog in him to compete. Yep. Um, but I'm like, so, me and so you talked about – I that, meant to mention about, the, about, about this and I forgot is – is and I don't think it gets enough credit, and I, I think it probably greatly contributes to our our newfound interest in the transfer portal. Is is our new president Santa Ono? Um, mm-hmm. has, you know, he's he's very active on social media. He's he's been at every 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 football game and most basketball games, and and you know, I, I do believe that that you know, there's been nothing official reported about it to my knowledge, but. Uh, that he's loosened the reins a little bit and said, yeah, we're going to, we're going to give you guys a little freedom. Uh, you know, before you, you, you almost had to be a grad grad transfer to come here. Uh, yeah. And you know, the, the, that's not the case now. So, so that, that's a big win for, for the university as well. Yeah. And like, uh, before I decided to go down the list of transfers uh, where I was going was, um, I mean, you talked about was saying the, um, he ha, has he found the new way to maybe recruit? Um, now that the NIL and the transfer, it's it's really just one big, um, free agency. Honestly, yeah, uh, it really is. And I mean, I don't know if you've seen it, but Ameka Abuka, um, from Ohio State was or is it was like he said teams like trying to get him to come to other schools. Yeah, get him away from Ohio State while they're playing, while they're preparing for a college football playoff. I don't agree with that so much as let them focus on their season and then have a free agent period, like a trading period, like how you got in the NFL and things like that. So this this is one of the many bad sides of the of the NIL and and you know the the transfer portal is. And I agree with you 100. percent Kids should be off limits. They should not be able to recruit kids. And and more importantly, you know, mostly what they're doing now is negatively recruiting kids 
that that at least appear to be happy and satisfied where they are, they're actively trying to pull players away yeah. from teams. And and uh, I hope we're not doing it. I just think that's a bad look. You know, if that transfer reporter is, hey, I don't want to play here anymore for whatever reason, homesick, not enough playing time, doesn't like the coach, you know, it doesn't matter. But – I, until a kid hits the portal, I, I think it, they should not be um, able to be contacted. It, it's horseshit. It's dirty. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, I mean, I, I if, if this is the way the Harbaugh's going to recruit, I mean, I know we haven't seen – we had a top 20 class um, this year. Uh, six, six of them being ESPN 300 members. Um, Carmelo English, which was a huge get. Um, Noah Atta, Amir Herring, Herring, Jair Hill, and Samaje Bridgman. Um, all the 300 ESPN 300. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's that's a good class, but honestly, is for a team that's playing in the college football playoffs, isn't what a lot of people would think, but again, as we talked about, I think Harbaugh might be transfer looking and more at the transfer portal than anything. Like you said, recruit where we can get who we can and whoever we can't get, we're going to go get in the transfer portal and focus on that. Right. Um, but like, so we got the number one overall kicker uh, this, this year. And at least is our actual signing day from early signing day back. What? Two weeks ago, last week, two weeks ago. Um, finished 17th in the class on 24-7 arrivals, and we were considered the 18th class on on 3.com and ESPN.com. Um, but, I mean, the long as this works, I don't think either one of us cares, do we? I mean, he could go. He could go get, go get somebody right out of the freaking homeless shelter. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but as long as you can play football, come play football for us. Right. Um. We just want success. The success is there now that we needed, that we wanted for 20 years. Yeah. Um. And I think he's moving in the right direction to continue that success for however long Jim Harbaugh is at Michigan, whether it's. 20 years down the road because, I mean, I don't think he's leaving or getting fired. I think he's at this point there for life. I've said this for six or seven years. Jim Harbaugh will not get fired unless there's some type of scandal. And that's just not – that's saying it's impossible, but that's just not who he is. Mm -hmm. But I would not be shocked if we won a natty if he went out – to the NFL and scratch that Super Bowl itch. I, I would, I would, it would not surprise me even a little bit. And so, I mean, I'd be upset, ahead. but I mean, really, he, all you can say is thank you. He, he's done what he was brought here to do now. Didn't, didn't, it took a little bit longer when everyone expected. But yes. Yep. And yep. everyone could shut the fuck up. I'll admit it. I was a fucking, after the 2020 season, I was a fucking get rid of Jim Harbaugh at that point. Yep. Um, like a lot of people were. Uh, Not me, but and, yeah. I, I have text messages and shit. I, eh, you show, if you can show me one text message where I say, I want Jim Harbaugh fired, I will give you $10,000. You were you were on the edge, so don't act like you were. I, I, I'm not saying I wasn't on the edge, but what I'm saying is I, I never, I, I during that COVID season, I thought, man, I don't know why, but I, I don't think this is going to work. But I never wanted him gone. I don't know. Like I said, I, I mean, I'll, I'll eat. I'll eat crow on that. Fucking proudly I mean, and happily. I mean, it happens, right? Proudly and happily crow on that. I was calling for Luke Fickle. Yeah, yeah. And I and, mean, you know, the, the, my, one of my things has always been is if Jim Harkball can't do it, who can? And. Who are, who are you going to get to replace him? Now, we're in a much better place two years ago than we were, or now than we were two years ago. 
so uh, two years ago, you know, uh, a Sonny Dykes, uh, uh, a Dabo Sweeney, and not that Dabo would leave now, but you you weren't getting yeah. any big you weren't getting any big names to come here. Well, shoot, I mean, you can look at, I mean, Matt Rule going to Nebraska, right? Huge hire for Nebraska. I think that is, I mean, I guess. We all kind of thought Scott Frost was going to be a good hire there, but thank God he wasn't. Kind of a kind of a Jim Harbaugh situation, um, you know. Um, but I think Matt Rule would be great. That Luke Fickle going to Wisconsin. I mean, the go off a little topic here. The Big Ten is loaded with prime coaches, especially when UCLA and USC come in twenty four. I I mean, you go down the list. Pretty much every team's got a coach that has a resume that would get them a job anywhere. Right. Um, really, and they and probably majority of them have success in places with even if they're at a smaller school like that's not doing great. Um, everyone's got a good a good pedigree in the Big Ten at this point now as a as a head coach, and, and it's great for the Big Ten. I mean, we're seeing it. I think in a lot of places. I mean, the bowl games this year, you're seeing it a lot. Um, it just it, it bring it. I mean it. it as much as I hate to say it, it's going it, to it, having a Michigan Ohio State goddamn fucking national championship game will be insane for college football period but it'll be great for the Big 10. Um, I know we're kind of off topic where we were at but um it'll be awesome great for the Big 10. No, I mean no so matter what happens going out so so especially, far right especially now, right? with what's going on. 3 3 and 0 in, in ball games. Um, you know, three and one. Maryland lost yesterday. Oh no, Maryland won. Yeah. Never mind. No, Maryland won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. I'm sorry. I said yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, so today we got Penn State in the Rose Bowl, uh, and then us in Ohio State. Uh, you know, we we Alabama, Kansas State, yeah. We could be six and zero after today, and the SEC. I don't know their record, but I know they haven't done great. It's not good. It's like it's below five hundred. I'm pretty sure if I remember. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I want to say me... like like two and three or something. But I can. Figure uh, out. You know, and if Georgia loses, I guess my point is this is the opportunity for the. Big Ten, Big to, Ten to, yeah. To maybe not say, "Hey, we're we're equal to the SEC," but to say, "Hey, here we are." You know, yeah. we're in the conversation now. Say we're we're there. We're where we wanted to be. Um, I mean, real quick, I'll go back on to recruiting a little bit. And ask you, who like uh, honestly, who do you think like the biggest? I don't know. You you've seen the list by now. Who the biggest pickup was? Not can be the transfer portal. Um, more in that signing day class from two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, whatever it was. Um, I mean, who you think it was? I mean, between eleven, I know we had twenty three total signed. 11 different, we had 11 players from different states, uh, players from 11 different states, and we had that one kid from France, international player. Um, I mean, for me, it was flipping, not, it was flipping Carmelo English, um, stealing her money out of fucking Alabama's backyard. Love every single second of it. Um, Another big one that I enjoyed, like, that I was really big on, that I think um, seems like in the past, Past, uh, like especially they said running back and um, quarterback, Michigan-born running backs and quarterbacks that come to Michigan haven't really shown out that well. But I think I think Cole Cabana, or Cabana is going to be um, a pretty big entrance to the University of Michigan, and I think in a few years we'll be looking at him to be like a Blake Corum or Hassan Haskins type player that. He's fast, yeah, fast, fast. Man. you know, it'll be, and he, it'll be interesting to see how he turns out. You know, we haven't had, 
We haven't had great luck with running backs coming in that were super Derek hyped. Green, five star. Right. Davion Smith. Yeah. But Davion Smith was decent, but he wasn't what he what everyone thought he was going to be. Oh shit, Sam. Oh, uh, Sam, Sam McGuffey. That was quarterback. Yep. Sam oh, no, yeah, he's a running back. He's a running back. Yep. So so we'll see, but yeah, high hopes. Yeah. You know, I still have that little lingering trauma. Oh, it's there, hundred percent. About some things, and, and and that's one of them. Yeah. No, it's it's there, and that, especially I, I I forgot about McDuffie or McGuffie. I don't remember how, what his name was. I mean, again, him and Derek Green, at least in the past 10, 15 years, have been the two names that. This dude's supposed to be amazing, and then Derek Green transferred out after two years. He's he was a five star running back out of Michigan, out of, what out of Detroit, wasn't he? Somewhere out of Detroit, and then it might have yeah. been actually he might have been from Ohio. I don't remember. Um, but then Sam McGuffey. I mean, running backs for us is I mean it hurts. Uh, all right, let me make a little transfer here. Over to the college football playoff. We'll go with, I know, kind of, we'll go with the nightcap tonight first. Um, Georgia, Ohio State, and Atlanta. The line is Georgia's favored by five and a half. Um, which is crazy to me because okay, they're number one at which as they should be, they're the defending national champions. But man, that's a fucking home game for them. Oh yeah, it is. I mean, the matchup and, predictor has it set at fifty-seven percent chance to win the game. Um, which I mean, huh. I mean, like you said, it, it's going to be a home game. Uh, I mean, but if you look at the the numbers, really aren't that far off between the two teams. Um, Ohio State scoring five. More points per game at 44.5 compared to 39.2. Um, damn near giving up the same amount of yards, or damn, they're gaining about it's like 0.3 that's in between them and the total their total yards per game. Um, obviously, Georgia's defense this year has been better, uh, 12.8 points per game given up, 292 yards offensively or yards per game compared to 303.9 yards per game for Ohio State. Um, so, I mean, it, they're they're pretty close other than really that points per game, which is it's a 12.8 to 19.3 given up. Um, it's They aren't that far off. Um, I, I think this game, like you said, um, it's a home game. Yeah, might as well be a home game for Georgia. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, we can look. I don't know how far away Georgia, University of Georgia is from Atlanta, but I guarantee it's less than two hours. If I had to take a guess, I mean, I don't. Athens, Georgia. Yeah, it, it, that, it's like from, it's us driving to Lansing, it looks like, honestly. On the right, road. right. And and, no, it's like it's like us playing on the CFP at, at Ford fucking Field. Yeah. and that, You know what that, I mean? That is, yeah. That, you know, that's a home game. I, I, don't, I don't care. And Ohio State travels really, really well. Yes, um, they do. They're like know, us. They're, like, they're one of the maybe two or three teams that travel as well. And, and I think maybe in some cases better than us. Um, I don't think anybody travels better than us in, in situations like, like we're in today. Um, oh, no. but, but you'll see 20,000 Ohio state fans uh, going down to Kentucky to watch them beat Kentucky. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's pretty, it's, it's uh, pretty uh, cool. Yeah, no, they travel. Oh, well, they I mean, but I mean most that, of them are probably able to stop because they're truck driving routes on the way, but uh, still, <laughs> it's cool that they do travel like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, but this, I, I, I want to skip some stuff, but I'm not gonna because 
it kind of ruined all, all the stuff I have written down. I literally did this for no reason. But um, honestly, that's usually the way it goes. We have a good guideline, and we get we get going on. Right I now. know, I know, but I, I the fact that I actually took time and fucking made notes this week because I was like, I want this show to be good. Sometimes we get off fucking track, and it can go at railroad. It can wreck. I never mind. Um. So I mean, looking at the season season leading uh, leaders for each team, I mean Stetson Bennett, obviously Stetson Bennett, and C.J. Stroud. Yep. Um, you got uh, Kenny McIntosh for Georgia, which I mean, really, the running backs for these two teams haven't really been used that much. I mean, I thought I honestly thought Georgia ran the ball a lot more than what they do. Um, uh, they're one of the few teams, maybe the only team that uses tight ends more than we do. Oh yeah, I know they love tight ends. That's where I was about to get because. I mean, Brock Bowers has 52 receptions for 726 yards and six touchdowns. I mean, but then again, they have Keon Washington. Um, or I don't know his Washington Washington. Or I don't know his first name, but um, but Brock Bowers is just a tank. I mean, I think Luke Schoonmaker is our leading tight end, and he has like 389 yards receiving. Um, but. To do that as a time, I mean, but more in my opinion, Brock Bowers is a freaking wide receiver. Because I mean, he's six five, but he's quick, strong. Someone I wouldn't want to see in a football field any day of the week. Um, but I mean, but yeah, I, I mean, I get it. My Mayan Williams probably, if you wouldn't have got hurt. Towards the end of the season, would have had a decent season, 1,200 yard season, something like that, which he is playing from what I'm hearing. He was out all week for Ohio State for like a, like a few practices because, he like, with the flu or something, of course, the flu. Um, same thing that CJ Stroud had back in 2021, apparently, and three quarters right. of the Ohio State football team. Um, but I mean, then receiving wise, you got Brock Bowers for um, Georgia, and then you got Harrison Jr., which you, whether he plays for Ohio State or not, Harrison Jr. is the best receiver in college football, in my opinion. Uh, I, I didn't realize how good his numbers actually were until I sat down and wrote this. He has 72 receptions, 111, uh, 1157 yards. Well, I really fucked that up. 1,157 yards and 12 touchdowns. I mean – 12, almost 1,200 yard receiving year. I mean, it, that's good. I mean, if he's in the right program for it, though, he's fast, quick. Yep. Got I, Stroud can throw the football. We all know this. Um, but I think I think for me, it's gonna be that the tight ends for Georgia that are like the real, the real difference in this game if Ohio State can slow them down or not. So, you know, I think uh, the matchup between Harrison Jr. and uh, what's their DB Green? Uh, Nylon uh, Green, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, that That's going to be a deciding factor because he's an elite QB or DB quarterback and, and – uh, and for my money, I, I know a lot of people like the kid from Tennessee can't think of his name, but Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best receiver in college football right now, I think. Yeah, no, so, I, I agree. Um, I don't know. This game's going to be, in my opinion, way better than what people say it is. Um, I get some keys, at least. So I have some more. The keys for Georgia is Jalen Carter, man. Jalen Carter up front in the defensive line is – has been amazing for them. Um, he's got to continue to be a menace. A menace up front for Georgia to disrupt that, get pressure on Stroud, disrupt Ohio State's game plan. Um, their secondary is going to have to ball out. We've seen against LSU. Secondary got eight alive. That's why I, I, 
the secondary got eight alive. That's why I see Ohio State might be able to make some moves um, and have success against their secondary unless they step up. Um, Brock Bowers and uh, Washington need to continue to do what they're doing, what they've been doing all season. Um, and then big game Stetson Bennett. I mean, doesn't matter where you look at. Every big game that he plays in, he shows up ready to play football. Um, can he continue doing that today against Ohio State? We shall see. Um, those are my keys, at least for Georgia. For Ohio State, it's kind of flip for some of them. Uh, slow down Jalen Carter, obviously up front. Their offensive line is going to have to stop him. And I don't think there's any stopping him. It's more slowing him down. Um, right. Continue. Can they continue? Uh, can they counter punch um, after the loss to us? Uh, yeah, they say they're mad. They say they're pissed off, but they also said that for 365 days. Yeah, right. 365 days about us, and we came in there and whooped that ass in Columbus. Um, right. And can CJ Stroud and Harrison Jr. hit on home run plays because? Big plays. We all know big plays are big in these games. Um, Georgia killed us with big plays last season. Yep. Um, Ohio State, when they won in 2014, I remember they killed Alabama and they killed Oregon with big plays. Um, can they do it? Can they keep it going? We shall see. Um, I think personally, yeah, I think I think Stroud and Harrison are going to have some success today uh, just because I don't think Georgia's secondary is I, – I, I don't think they're that great after what LSU did to them in the in the SEC championship game. Yeah, I think what they gave up, 30, 30 points, but it was, it was a lot of passing yards for a decent team not – a huge, not like a competing team for the national championship or anything. Um, but I mean, that's where I got for keys for each team. Um, my final score prediction for this game I have it coming down to the wire, coming down to like a last second field goal, honestly. And I think it's Ohio State 34, Georgia 31. Um, and I think Ohio State goes in that championship game. I think I do think they come out pissed off from November. Um, and I think they come ready to play. And I don't think, I don't think, I don't know. I, I was gonna say, I don't think Ryan Day would let them do that, would let them not come ready to play at this point, but I, I could be wrong. If he does, he's fired. If they come out and get flat, he might as well pack his shit on the on the way home. If they get if, if they get shut out, they're over. He's done. Um but yeah, I, I got I got Ohio State 34, Georgia 31. Um I think I think they they can pull it off and get the victory today. So I wouldn't be surprised if Ohio State won. And I wouldn't be shocked if Georgia won. If Georgia can do what we did and limit their great players to, you know, statistically, they, they, they put up a lot of yards on us, but they were they were yards that didn't count. And if Georgia can follow that game plan and, and do that, I roll them because Ohio State, and this isn't really meant to be a shot, but Ohio State is more of a speed and finesse team than a physical team. And Georgia, Georgia and I and, and Michigan are very similar and that they want to physically punish you and impose their will on you. And that's what Georgia did to us last year and did to everybody. And I, I don't believe that Georgia is on the same level they were last year, but they're they're really, really good. But with that being said, I'm I'm trying to think of a score. And who I want to pick, because I I think it's going to be a blowout one way or another. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't think it's going to be a close game, and I think whoever wins wins by seventeen plus. Uh, I'm gonna go. 
I'm going to go Ohio State 38-21. I mean, like... Ohio State said, can score I, a fucking bunch yeah, of... I, yeah, yeah, you're right. And I, and I sit here now, now that after hearing you say that, I mean, it, it's definitely a big possibility because if, if Ohio State gets moving the football or even if Georgia gets moving the... Either one of those teams gets in the groove and the other team's not in the groove, it... <coughs> It's probably gonna be. It's probably gonna get ugly. Um, yeah. I guess I was more bounce benefit when I'm my pick. I was more benefit bouncing off the fact that both teams that kind of click. And I mean, both teams' defenses aren't the greatest. Um, I mean, George is great up front. I'm not gonna get that wrong, but their secondary is not, and that's where Ohio State's gonna attack. Um, but yeah, we'll yeah, see. For both offenses, I feel like it's strength on weakness. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, we'll see. you know, it's, it's going to be about who can, who's stepping up and making the plays. And, and, and this is, this is, if, if Georgia loses, yeah, you know, yeah, they're going to be upset. And yeah, their fans are going to be pissed and it's going to suck, but they would be, what twenty eight and one over the last two years? Twenty two. They lost last year. Oh yeah, twenty eight two. They so, lost to Bama and then. But but if Ohio State gets beat and beat, especially if they're beat badly, that whole narrative is going to change about the you know the direction of their program. It already has a little bit because of the way we went down and spanked them, but. Uh, it, if if Ohio State gets beat today badly, that could send their program on a on a downward spiral. I mean, they're oh, they, you know watching their fan base is, is so funny. Is is that you know, for, and you know this, but for the first three or four days a, after we beat them, it was fire day. Fuck him! I'm gonna burn his house down. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. Then it was. Oh, we made the CFP. We want Michigan. We want Michigan. So to watch these guys go up and down and up and down is is uh, which is what they've been doing to us, right, for the last years. So it, it's really nice to be on this side of things. Is is, is I guess my point. Oh yeah, I still. Uh... But with that being said, if if we're down like fourteen three at halftime or something, I bet my fucking life that there'll be people on. On Twitter, calling for Harbaugh's head or Sharon Moore's or yeah, I know whatever, whoever whoever it may be, whatever. I mean, it's a very yes, we all want a natty. I mean, I I die for a natty right now. Um, not not really, but when I say die, um, thanks for clarifying. I, I didn't want to. Well, then I started thinking about karma and how that shit works, and I was like, well, my luck, I'll get. Um, <laughs> I'm, perfect, I'm perfectly okay with that. If I get to watch Michigan, if if the clock expires and I kill over dead one second afterwards, I'm perfectly fucking okay with that. Yeah, I'd I prefer like, I'd prefer like maybe 15 minutes to enjoy it, but <laughs> <laughs> kind of revel in it. But yeah, go ahead, go ahead and take me. I don't care. Uh, uh, I mean, it's not a horrible way to go, but I have shit I still want to do in life. Um, fuck, that got me off track. What the hell was I gonna say? Um, oh, 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 so when when Stroud, all those memes with CJ Stroud and that piece of that piece of like white canvas or whatever started yeah. popping up, I dad, I was saving every single one of them. I sent every single one of them to Aaron. <laughs> I was like, boom, boom, boom. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess. Guess we'll jump over to the to the game here, starting with about three, a little over three hours now till kickoff. Um, the game of the day for me and you, Michigan TCU um, in Arizona, Michigan favored by seven and a half. Um, I'll say before we get into it, TCU Twitter is Michigan State Junior right now. Um, Holy cow! And it started off; it was kind of funny at first. Yeah, it was right? cool. Like, and, and it was cool, but they're literally using all the lines 
Oh, you didn't go to that school. You ain't no alumni. If you didn't go there, and I was like, shut the fuck up. Because we aren't some little Christian college. Not saying that's a bad thing again, but in but fuck Texas, right? Um, they allow seventy four percent of applicants to get in there, and for an in state person, it's seventy grand a year tuition there. We allow 24% of applicants in. Yeah. That right there says a lot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's okay. They they think that they're going to have more fans than us there today. And I'm like, hell no. I was reading that too. Uh, Barstool, so, T- TCU Barstool posted today and was like, uh, posted something and said, my Uber driver tells us we have a huge fan base out here. And I'm like, cool. You know what? Y'all might have a big fan base for you guys. But I guarantee their big fan base is a tiny fan base for us, even in a bowl game like this. And it may be, but I'm actually a little bit worried about that because if it's more than 30% purple, that's probably a a, a, a win for them. And, and Dave Portnoy had posted earlier today or maybe it was late last night that he was very surprised at the amount of people that are – TCU fans coming up to him and yeah, and doing it. oh yeah, because they, they had they had their fucking they had their bowl game last night. The bar still. I can't believe those motherfuckers got a bowl game, dude. They, I know. I, I did hear. I don't know if it ever happened. I'll have to look it up. But they were talking. I'm sorry, guys, going off topic here. That they were talking about on um, busing with the boys with Will Compton and Taylor Lewan. That Big Cat was supposed to like skydive into the game with. Like before, I don't know if it actually happened or not. I think it did. I'm looking it up right now. So I thought it was really cool that they got the bowl game team. The one thing that I thought was cheesy, and a lot of people said it too, is like they didn't pay. They did. I would if that was me. I would have bar stool in the end zone, and it still had. Arizona now maybe maybe the college wouldn't let them the college yeah who knows because there's a lot of there's a lot of uh a lot of bulls that I imagine like that I've seen this year and I was like that's not no I don't think it happened because I can't find anything on the internet about it um would have been awesome um but yeah no because I noticed this year a lot of bowl games didn't have the stuff painted on it um is that right like there was a lot of like the smaller games that were at college fields, and I, I, I always remember, uh, even if it was at a college, that the field was painted usually. Yeah. Um, the turf was replaced or whatever they do. Um, and I mean, the reality is, is it can't be that expensive, right? To paint, you know, you you paint the old teams green, and then you paint your logo, and then you you, you paint over it. I mean. Yeah, and repaint. I I don't know. I don't know how exactly how it goes, but but we'll see. So so the only thing that really concerns me today has got me on edges. Uh, Max Duggan is he is a football player. He's tough. Oh yeah. You know, uh, I've only watched him in bits and pieces, other than their conference championship game, which they lost. Um, and. Uh, the guy is a competitor and, you know, competitors try, you know, do everything they can to win. And, and TCU, I think it's got seven, seven games they've won this year by coming back in the fourth quarter, the second half. Yeah. It's some crazy stat. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. yeah. So, so you're, you're not going to be able to count them out. And, you know, they he, got that dog. That, that conference championship game got him to, uh, to New York for the Heisman ceremony. So, in um, Michigan, social media has been insanely overconfident. And not that that has any effect directly on the team, but we all know that the players are highly involved in social media, even though they most of them don't interact very much. But I just hope that hasn't trickled down and gotten their head. Um, they're saying and doing all the right things, and it sounds like we're ready to go. And and 
I can't. You won't know. We 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 won't know till they get out in the field, though. Right. Um. No, I mean Max. Max Duggan is a dog. I mean, three hundred three thousand three hundred twenty-one yards with a thirty to four touchdown rate, touchdown interception ratio. I mean. He, they did, the dude's going to be a good – his feet are what I'm worried about more than anything. Um, just him using his legs because, like you said, I mean, that, that whole team has dog in them. But, uh, I mean, yeah. um, him using Not his feet. Paper, though, they're, they're greatly overmatched talent-wise. Um, but, you know – I'm going to say this. They're not uh, – it's just kind of part of my keys, which I'm kind of throwing out the paperwork at this point. Um, they're 3-3-5. Three, three, they're – JJ said if they stay in that 3-3-5, three, three, it's going to be some smashing. Right. That that that. I'm sorry, Sonny. I, I don't see that working at all, not against us. Not against a team as run power, run front, fucking heavy as we are. Right. With, with, with running back set, we'll absolutely – take three to four yards of carry because that's plenty of I think you need what three point two yards per carry every yep. drive and it's a first down every time. Yep. Um every play. Uh, I mean and that, that's the biggest thing with Michigan's rushing game. It really especially since Mike Hart got here. Um I've noticed their running backs fall forward more. Yep. They they make sure they fall forward to get even that extra half a yard. Because that half a yard can come down to a touchdown or not a touchdown at the end of the day. Um, first down, not a first down, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, that's – the three-three-five defense, I feel, is going to have to change. I could be completely wrong and not know what the fuck I'm talking about. But, in my opinion, three-three-five is going to change. And if they change it, their secondary better be ready because we're going to test them. Right. We're going to test them. They're going to test us. This game, I think we're very, like you said, very well. I think they're very much overmatched. I think the weight on the line of scrimmages differential is immense. It's a lot. Um, I think up front we'll be able to, I we'll be able to push them, get them, get them off the ball. Um, JJ said, bring the Big Ten to the Big 12. The Big 12 is not known for defense. Um, they're giving up 385 yards of offense a game, TCU is, um, and giving up 25 points a game. I mean, oh, wow. Never mind. I was about to say, well, this, this is Kansas State-Bama game looking pretty bad right now. It was 10 nothing, but Bama's supposed to score, about to score right now to make it 10-7 if they score. But, so, I mean, other than that, like, TCU's not a bad team, but I, I don't think they're – No, I, I, I think – I don't think they're going to be able to hang in with us. That's what I'm trying to say here. I think that they are legitimately the fourth best, best team in the country this year. I think this is one of the only years that the playoff committee's got it right, top to bottom. But I think that there is a really big gap between teams one and two and the rest of the field. Um, you know, if, if we turn over the ball more than once, they, they have a really good shot. Yeah. If, if they are able to shut the ball, the run down, they get they a good shot. A, a very good shot. Um, and if we can't contain Max Duggan in the pocket and get some pressure on him, they have a pretty good shot, but if if we can if we can eliminate turnovers and run the ball or shut him down, we need to do one of those two two of those three. We need to we need to take care of. We're going to be just fine because you know as as we've said a million times throughout the season, we wear teams down. Every they, time. they just the best. They, they don't have the depth and the talent that, that we have. And that you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a game for the first half, and I wouldn't even be surprised if you know they had a three or seven point lead and that wouldn't bother me at all. No, and not after this year. We're the best, in my opinion. Honestly, I think 
on a teams that I can come off the top of my head and actually think about, we're the best second half team I've ever seen in my lifetime. No matter, I, I that's just off the top of my head, not looking shit up. Um, that I can remember off the top of my head that Michigan is the best second half team that I've seen. We're, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head either. Adjustments are fucking insane. Ohio what? State came out and just made substantial adjustments, held in the three points in the second half. When was the last time Ohio State was held to three points and a half? Right. So, no, for real, I want to, like, that, that's a big question I have. I, I never even thought about that, but I, now that I just said that, I'm like, holy shit. Like, yeah. when was the last time? Maybe in the playoff game? So, so the, the one other thing that, that, that slightly concerns me is is that TCU's a second-half team, too. You know, we talked about their seven yeah. comeback wins in the fourth quarter. So they, they're they for sure the, the second-best second-half team in the country. So that's a strength-on-strength strength deal, but – but with that being said, I think we, I think we win, um, forty-one twenty-eight. Yeah, I think I, I was. I'll go down some of my notes real quick and then give you my points. I, I'm right around that though, the forty-one twenty-eight. Um, just some little tidbits that I was reading. I meant to, I meant to say these at the beginning of all this. So I'm sorry. Um. Michigan has won more games this see over the last two seasons, 25 games, um, hopefully 26 after tonight, uh, than any two-year stretch in the university history. Uh, I mean, in University of Michigan history. I mean, that the amount of years that um, the University of Michigan has been around and to think that this, this season is that season where – the past two seasons of that that just shows how big these past two seasons have been um for the university period um 25 and two over the last two years um second time first time playing tcu second time in the fiesta bowl ever um 1984 was the last time with jim harbaugh right it was 84 correct they played nebraska so so kind of a cool thing he can become the first first person to win win it as a player and a coach. Yeah, I I was wondering that because like, I think I read that. Now that you say that, um, definitely be cool and hopefully it happens. Uh, I got some keys real quick. Uh, I think we can we kind of talked about it for Michigan. All eyes are going to be on JJ McCarthy. If, um. They were talking about a game day today. Now that I think about it, is he could have some good success in the option today, um, and in like a play action rollout, run option, run pass option. Um, all eyes on JJ wearing down TCU, and you can't have any no dead fish up front. Um, can't have dead fish. I read it, Sharon Moore. I think it was compared said a dead fish is. The person up front who like the bad player up front players not playing good in the offensive line and you can't have that one person that one dead fish up front not saying the will i mean offense line but you can't have that especially not now right um get a push up front for t for tcu get a put like they, they're gonna have to win the battle 75% of the time, in my opinion, to have a chance of the battle of the trenches. They're going to have to win at least 75% of the time to have a chance. Um, live on the edge. I think TCU, again, we kind of talked about it, at least for me, it's Mac Duggan's feet. Um, I think TCU's has a big shot to get success on the edge. Because, um, I mean, they're, they're quick. They're fast. Um, between Max Duggan... Uh, the running back again, Miller. Um, I think stuff around the edge could work for TCU. Hopefully, it doesn't. Um, and then TCU's defense could—they're gonna step up because I mean, 385 yards a game given up—that's not a good good look. I mean, we've rushed, and I think they have a really bad rushing offense, rushing defense, if I remember correctly. Like it's really bad, like substantially really bad. bad. Um, 
And that's not good when you're playing one of the top rushing offenses. Right. Um, but I mean, I think, I think Michigan wins. Um, I think, I, I think we win it easily. Um, not saying it'll be easy the whole game, but after the second half, I think we pull away, uh, wear them out. Same thing we've done all season. I think it's 45, 24, um, TCU. You think TCU wins? No, 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 no. Shut up, Hunter. No, Hunter. Uh, Michigan. I'm sorry. Thank God. God, that was a fucking brain fart. Hell no. Because I said Michigan wins, and then I said fucking. I think I meant the same. 45, 24 TCU. Oh God. oh God, no. Hell no. God, All right. No. Something goes wrong. This is on you, dumb motherfucker. Nah, you talked me out of going to the game. This is on you. Yeah, I should have went. I should have went. I would have went if I was you. Shut the fuck up. No. No, I I was I was really hoping that you would tell me to go. That one night when I texted you and I was like and I was like, if you were my age, would you make the 23 hour drive over there? And I was like, if he says yes, I'm going. If he says yes, fuck I'm yes, going. I would have. Fuck yes, I would have. You said no. I know because it was my job to talk you out of it. And I was like, I was like, you text me right now and tell me yes, I'm fucking going. And I was like, <laughs> Cause I'd already, I was like, I'm going. He texts me. Don't give a fuck. He says, he says yes. I'm getting in the car right now. <laughs> and then he said, probably not. And I was like, this motherfucker. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, so we, we each got Michigan, Ohio State in the national championship game. Um, I would say we'd make a pick on that, but then it kind of takes away our whole thing on for next weekend. Or yeah, and I don't want no bad juju in our way. No, because of that either. No. Um, but uh, hopefully next time we see you all, we're getting ready for national championship. Um, guys, go follow us on pretty much anywhere social media except Instagram. Um, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, <laughs> um, YouTube, anywhere, guys. Go follow us. Give us a like. Share with all your friends. And uh, uh, all the links for that stuff can be found on the Tall and Taller pages. Link all, all pinned. Um Spotify too. Uh, y'all, let's see what happens today. Uh, go blue, and hopefully, like I said, next time we're playing for a national championship. Next time we talk. Yes, sir. Hell. <laughs>